You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. You're listening to The Overflow with MC Brooks on GGR Pirate Radio. Swing a fly ball, center field deep. Bellinger going back to the warning track, to the wall. It's a grand slam. Howie Kendrick with a grand slam here in the 10th inning of game five. The Nationals seven, the Dodgers three. Do you believe it? Pull the lever, Frank. Run lever. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a podcast to listen to. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Welcome back, everyone. Brand new episode of The Overflow with MC Brooks here on the GGR Podcast Network. I am your host, MC Brooks. And uh, yeah, I've been I've been gone for a minute. And uh, I'm going to explain why in just a moment. And then obviously have a lot to talk about with the main topic of this podcast. This is the State of Sonic podcast. I do want to you know, just kind of talk about the franchise and where, where, where it is and where I believe it's going. But before I get into that, I just want to first make sure you all go to GreatGeekRefuge.com where you can listen to earlier episodes of this podcast as well as episodes of our other podcasts like At The Diner and FedCon. And we have a ton of other great content, articles, and reviews, and whatnot, all on the website, so you make sure you go check it out. In addition to that, make sure you're going to following us on all of our social media. We are Great Geek Refuge on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, where we have a very active Facebook community. And if you'd like to support us, we are also on Patreon, and we have a ton of really amazing perks. We actually just redid the tiers for all the perks a few weeks ago now. So, yeah, if you, for only a couple bucks a month, you can get access to all of that and much more. So make sure you, uh, you know, go take care of that. <laughs> so with all that being said, before I get into the main topic, I want to first say where I've been. And the, uh, the short answer is that I've been sick. Um, it's been about three weeks, I believe, since I last uploaded the podcast. And originally, I was just going to take a one-week break because the podcast I was working on, I, it wasn't finished and I didn't, I didn't think I was, I was going to be able to get it out on time. So I was just going to delay it by a week and then get it out. And then, unfortunately, I ended up getting sick. And it's weird because I normally don't get sick. I, I haven't been sick in about six or seven years. And I'm only just recently really getting over it completely. I had a bad cold. It was not COVID. I did test. It was not covid um, but I did have a very bad cold, and I, I had, you know, headaches and exhaustion and, you know, a uh, phlegmy throat and a cough and, you know, all of that fun, fun, fun stuff. And um, it really just kind of knocked me on my ass <laughs> for for two weeks. Um, I And the thing is, I felt better last week, and so I thought about actually recording something last week, but... Um, yeah, it just it didn't it didn't it didn't work out. I figured I could just use the extra rest and then come back this week and do this. And then I initially decided to delay today's uh, the the this podcast by a day because we normally release Wednesdays. But I wanted to delay it to Thursday because it is the birthday of Sonic the Hedgehog, and I wanted to release this this uh, this ep- this episode on that day. So that's the that's pretty much it. I I've been sick. <laughs> 
Um, but luckily, I'm feeling better. I'll be back to releasing episodes weekly going forward. And I've got some really, really cool episodes uh, coming out going forward. I have some guests in line, too, that I'm going to be getting on as well. And so there's a lot to look forward to. So with that being said, let's jump into the main topic of today's podcast. And that is the state of Sonic the Hedgehog. So this year in particular is has been a very notable year for Sonic. Sonic fans, regardless of which your preferred method of of uh, enjoying Sonic, there's been content that is that is made for you. And there's stuff coming out on the horizon that is very, very, very exciting. Uh, so with Sonic kind of being in the public again in, in a way that we really haven't seen in quite a while, I wanted to kind of talk about, you know, where the franchise is and where I believe it's going going forward. Uh, because, spoiler alert, I, am, I, I think the franchise is in a good place. And I think there's a lot to be excited about going forward. And a year ago, I would not have said that. Maybe six months ago, I might not have have said that either. But I think just with the things that have been revealed to us and the things that we know that are in the pipeline to come, it's a very exciting time to be a fan of Sonic, whether you are a young fan or whether you're an older fan. And for the first time in quite a while, I honestly feel like Sega is not giving a giant middle finger to those of us who are veteran fans of this character. Those of us who are in our late 20s and 30s and so on and so forth, uh, who, you know, remember, you know, the first time we played Sonic 2 or Sonic 3, or the the, the first time we, we saw his transition into the 3D games with the Adventure series. There, you know, we remember these things, and... You know, for a while, it seemed like Sega just kind of didn't care about us in particular. You know, as long as the young kids were liking it, it didn't it didn't really matter. But I, I don't think believe I don't believe that's the case anymore. And so uh, I just want to just talk a little bit about kind of where where things are. So if we think about this year, it's 2022 at the time of this recording. And the the major piece of media that we've gotten so far this year has been the movie. And as someone who is not who is not very much a fan of the first movie, it had its moments, but much of it just didn't feel like Sonic to me. And while you know I have my own pref- preferred way of seeing the character, I, I can also acknowledge that like. It's okay for there to be multiple versions of characters that exist. You know, I feel that way across all sorts of media. You know, whether you are a fan of the Flash TV show or the Flash in the comics or the movie Flash, which bless your heart if you are a fan of the movie Flash right now, um, you know, like it's okay for all of these different iterations to exist. And that's honestly how I feel about Sonic the Hedgehog right now. So we got the second movie that came out. And honestly, the movie completely blew me away. I was thoroughly impressed by what they decided to do with that movie. And the fact that, unlike the first one, this one felt like a Sonic movie. And I actually just rewatched it the other day so I could have it fresh in my mind. And even the, the more that I look at clips from it, the more I feel like this is a good good iteration for the character 
Now, would I prefer for it to just be Sonic and his friends without Tom and Maddie and Maddie's sister and all, like all of these other people who like I don't really care about? Yes, that that's my preferred way of it. But even their inclusion didn't ruin the movie for me. And that movie, as of this recording, has made over four hundred million dollars. It is it is the highest grossing video game movie like ever, and I love that for Sonic. I think if there's a franchise that kind of deserves it, it's this one. I mean, we we've seen recent video game adaptations that were pretty good. Uh, you know, fans but not critics really love this Uncharted movie. Uh, Detective Pikachu was fun. I very much enjoyed that movie. Um, the recent Tomb Raider, uh, adaptation apparently was, was also pretty well received or, you know, mixed with people I know really liked it. Um, but, but I, I love to see that for Sonic because, you know, I think for years I was someone who had wanted to see what it could look like for Sonic to get a movie and get like, like a proper, proper movie. The only thing that we really had were was the uh, the anime OVA from the '90s, uh, which was originally supposed to be a series, but you know was just was was just put into uh, the one film, uh, you know, starring Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Eggman, and uh, the human girl whose name I can't remember, and Metal Sonic as the as the main antagonist, and so. You know, the fact that the movie did really well is a good thing. Like, some one of the things that I, that I see from uh, certain people in the Sonic community is that they get upset that, like, the movie franchise is doing so well and that Sega, even though they aren't very involved in it, is mostly Paramount and Jeff Fowler. Um, but, 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 but Sega, you know, is, is still, like... Is still celebrating the fact that the movie did well, and people are like using that to like denigrate it and make it seem like it's a bad thing. Like, oh, Sonic is multimedia now. Oh, the movie is carrying the franchise. I mean, on some level, there may be some truth to that uh, because we haven't had a mainline game since 2017. It's been five years since the last mainline game. But even with that. There's, that's nothing to be embarrassed by. I think that's a good thing. And I think we should all be happy about that. Like We don't need to take shots at Sega just because the movie that wasn't in, that where Sega wasn't involved did well. Ultimately, it's a, it's a very good thing. Again, it made $400 million. That is, that is incredible. And in addition to that, it seems like they're going to be doing more to expand the, the cinematic universe for, the Sonic, uh, for Sonic the Hedgehog. And that we know that Sonic Movie Three is coming. It was announced before, you know, before the two had even come out. But in addition to that, we know that Knuckles is getting a spinoff show that's going to be coming out. And I have a ton of ideas about where that could go. Because if you read the prequel comic, it certified that the Chaotix exists in in some universe. Uh, which is exciting because you know I I love them. Those are the Vector, SBO, and Charmy are my guys. I'll even throw Mighty in there, even though you know they they Mighty hasn't been around in a in a very 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 long time. But still, like I mean that that's really exciting. And honestly, 
with Knuckles getting his own TV show, I, I thought I thought Idris did an incredible job voicing the character, and honestly, it, it's it's arguably the best iteration of the character we've gotten since the Adventure series, since Adventure one and two. So, that just, I mean, that just helps. <laughs> it just it just helps, and I feel like there's there's so many there's so many different avenues in which they could go with the Knuckles TV show because Knuckles, the character has been disrespected a lot. And I kind of spoke about this on the podcast I did with Cheyenne a few weeks ago. But yeah, Knuckles has been such a disrespected character in the Sonic franchise. And they, they constantly treat Knuckles like he is someone who is not intelligent or just always, or because he got fooled once, he is just always fooled all the time by everyone and it, it, like he, he's naive yes but he does, doesn't mean to like it doesn't mean that he needs to necessarily be unintelligent or whatever the case may be and so with his characterization in sonic movie 2 i feel like we can get a good adaptation for the series which can one kind of detail how knuckles came to be Kind of give us more insight on the Echidna civilization, but I, but I also feel like it could be cool to kind of show us Knuckles outside of like outside of you know being around Sonic Tails, Tom and Maddie. You know, like I don't want Knuckles to necessarily be there. Like I want him to be the character I know him to be, the one who ha who is the last of his Echidna tribe. And has a duty to protect the Master Emerald, which there and and the thing is, there are many ways that you can necessarily do this. Knuckles is a character that is coded black, you know, and and it, it, it's 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 documented at this point that he is based on Jamaican culture, and I feel like with Knuckles, one of the things that you can do because so many black people can relate to him and this idea of wanting to learn more about your ancestors and where you where you come from and i think that's a really good connecting point and, that, and that's something that idris being a black man can can connect to the fact that so many of us you know yeah like yeah we're from the u.s or the uk or, for, or from wherever but so many of us have been displaced from our homeland and i think that's something that we can relate to with knuckles and so if it's done well, that can be that can be a very exciting piece of media going forward. Plus, the third movie, we know that we're getting Shadow the Hedgehog. Shadow was teased in the post-credit scene. I mean, to be fair, it kind of seemed obvious when Gun was uh, was part of the second movie, but Shadow's coming, and Shadow's a very very popular character. And so, with that. I'm excited to see where it can go. I'm curious as to how they're going to adapt that story because there are certain story beats that don't necessarily work with the world that's been created in the movie. But I think the thing that the sequel movie, Sonic's movie 2, showed me is that it's pot, it, it, that they, they could, they're capable of making a movie with a ton of heart and a ton of character with a respectful with, with a respectful and respectable characterization of these characters of Sonic Tails and Knuckles. And so I have a little bit of faith that, you know, 
they can do it justice. And if we can then turn these movies into TV shows, I think that can be very exciting because there's a lot of good that you can do with Sonic, Tails, Knuckles. If you bring in some of the other characters like Amy, uh, Rouge, the Chaotix, uh, Shadows Coming, and whomever else you really want to bring in, like it's it's an exciting time. And there's reason to be optimistic that they can do a good job with this. Again, the movie made $400 million. You know, by and large, fans loved the movie. You know, critics didn't, but a lot of... Well, some critics didn't, I should say. But fans, by and large, loved the movie and by and large loved it more than the first one. And so that's very exciting. And I think that is necessarily a good thing. Now, speaking of Sonic TV shows, we know that this year we're also getting Sonic Prime, which is coming to Netflix. And we've gotten very little for Sonic Prime for a show that is allegedly coming out uh, later this year. So... We've gotten some reveals, you know, Netflix Geeked uh, was earlier this month, and one of the reveals that we got was talking, was uh, revealed that Big, Big the Cat, is going to be in this, Shadow the Hedgehog is going to be it. Based on some of the concept art, we can, you know, we, there are going to be multiple Eggman, and Amy, and a, a ton of other characters that are going to be part of uh, this TV show. Now, the premise for Sonic Prime is a high-octane adventure where Sonic is racing to save a strange new multiverse. And there was another description I, I saw that had stuff about uh, uh, self-discovery and redemption and something like that. And as someone who kind of grew up with the adventure series... And and even the the OG the 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 OG series which I'm going to talk about in a while in a, in a bit. I've I've I I like even even the comic books I should say because even even with the comic books like you kind of grew up with this. Um, I, I'm someone who who's liked the darker Sonic stories. I'm someone who has appreciated a good balance between like the silly and the serious. Like, I'm not someone who needs Sonic and company to be serious all the time. I'm okay with them being goofy and weird and strange and all. Like, I, that stuff does not bother me at all. I, I think leaning too far in either direction is not a good decision for, for, the, for the franchise. It's, it's, the, it's at its peak when it's balanced. You know, you can look at games like Adventure 1 and 2 which had a nice balance between the seriousness in dealing with the threat of the story that you were dealing with, but also having moments of humor and levity and stuff that, you know, kind of reminded you of the kind of world that you're, you're in with these anthropomorphic animals, <laughs> you know? So Sonic Prime is very intriguing to me. I think what we've gotten... What we've got, what we've seen, what we've seen so far, while not necessarily uh, very much, but I think there is reason to be optimistic uh, because it's been a while since we've had a Sonic cartoon. Um, I mean, we've had Boom recently, and Boom has its fans, but I, I wasn't the biggest fan of Boom. 
I much more preferred Sonic X. Um, and Sonic X had an insufferable character in Chris. But even with that, I found Sonic X to be a really good, really fun adaptation um, that adapted so many stories and even added some things to the Sonic universe that did not exist prior. And so I feel like with Prime, we get an we get a very unique opportunity to dive into some of these weird alternate Earths or Mobiuses or wherever uh, these the stories allegedly going to take place. And we're gonna get to have some fun. You know, the 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 people behind it are the same ones that did Big Ten and a number of other properties. And fans of Big Ten of, of Ben Ten you know, have, have spoken about how much they enjoy that series and how it, it it had a really good balance of both serious and humor and and whatnot. And so if that is what we can expect from Sonic Prime, then I think we're going to be in a good place going forward. So I'm, I'm very excited for Prime. I think, I, I think overall Sonic is in a good place. So now that we've talked about the the media side of things, let's or excuse me, the uh, the uh, the TV media, the, the movie media side of things, let's transition over and talk about the games. So in the last year, we've gotten several announcements, and I'm not going to talk so much about the rumored things. I'm going to talk about the things that we know are happening, the things that we know are going to take place. So in the last year. We got Sonic Colors Ultimate, which came out last year. And even though it had some bugs, and even though it's personally not my favorite game, I replayed it, and I had fun replaying it. I, I enjoyed it overall. I don't regret my purchase of the game. And I, think, I do think that it was a good thing to re-release it because it, it did allow people who you know perhaps didn't have a Wii or maybe were too young to have played that game when it came out we're able to then play it and enjoy it. Like I, I'm totally okay with that being an entry point into the games for um, Sonic fans, for young for young Sonic fans, or even older Sonic fans. I guess age doesn't really matter uh, that much in this case, but you know, it's it's still exciting in that regard to you know to have that, to see that, to see that be in there. Uh, so. Uh, but with that, we, we got the announcement of Sonic Origins, which is, you know, the Sonic 1, Sonic 2, Sonic 3, and Sonic CD, and Sonic and & Knuckles, I guess, uh, uh, all put together in a compilation uh, that is out now, at, you know, at the time of you all listening to this. If you're listening to this on Sonic's birthday or wherever, like, it's, it's available now for you to go be able to play these classic games. And these were my gateway into the Sonic fandom. Uh, I mentioned it earlier. Sonic 2 was one of the first video games I ever played. It was my first Sonic game. And I played that game religiously, obnoxiously. The, I didn't even own a Sega Genesis. It belonged to my sister. But I played it more than she did. And it was from there that my love of Sonic you know, started and grew. And, and I think those games are particularly notable because... They existed at a time where there wasn't dialogue in Sonic games. You know, m much of the story you had to decipher via just playing the game and what took what took place over the course of the game. 
So like Sonic 3 and Knuckles in particular, you knew Knuckles was antagonistic. And it was as you got to a certain point in the game, that's when you learned that like, oh, Eggman was really tricking Knuckles because he wanted the Master Emerald and the Chaos Emerald, you know, like, so like it was, it was a good, it's a good entry point. I do think re-releasing these is a good thing. And at the time of this recording, the Metascore is already out and it's already the highest rated Sonic game out. I believe it is beat out Sonic Mega Collection uh, for the highest rated Sonic game, which awesome. And the, the cool thing about Sonic Origins is they added, one, they added some really cool animations to it. So, you know, you, it, so following the story seems a bit, a, a bit easier to do so, um, which, is, which is really dope. But then they have a ton of other modes, the mirror modes and uh, uh, boss the boss run, the rush, I can't remember what it's called. And a number of other things that make it really cool so that you can play the game kind of however you want to do it. Personally, I'm very excited to play the boss rush mode. You know, just being able to go through and just play the bad guys. You know, it, it, I think that's a really cool addition. I think just being able to play the special stages is a is, is a feature in it. And I just think overall, re-releasing this is a good thing. Because these games are not very accessible if you want to play them. I am fortunate that I still own my Sonic Mega Collection. <laughs> I can play this game at any point that I want to play this game. Even without uh, owning Origins yet. But that's not going to be the case for everyone just because I happen to own it. So I think keeping these games accessible. And this is honestly something that I wish more uh, more uh, movie studios did. Or excuse me, game studios did. Is making sure that these games stay accessible. In some ways, they are. You can still play them if you are on PlayStation Plus or um, whatever the version of that is on Xbox. But that's not the case for everything. And I, 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 part of the reason that I personally like to hold on to older consoles and older games is because they're not accessible for me to play otherwise. You know, so Sonic Origins coming out is is great. Is I think that's that is a great thing for for Sonic. And so, and so that's just one thing. That's the one thing that we have coming out. But then in addition to that, we have another game coming out. And that is a, three, a mainline 3D Sonic game called Sonic Frontiers. Alright, so this is going to be an interesting segment. <laughs> so, like, one of the frustrating things about the Sonic community, and maybe this is just a byproducts of us being fans of the character that we're fans of is impatience right uh sonic team has been working on this game for a better part and we didn't really get any information on this game since it was announced last year in may of last year and it took pretty much a calendar year until we got some actual information and a, a logo and then a proper look at the game but a lot of the discourse surrounding Frontiers, I have found to be very frustrating. And that is all across the board. So, in case you are unaware, there is, Frontiers is an open zone game. Uh, basically taking inspiration from games like Breath of the Wild and Shadow of the Colossus. And it thrusts Sonic into this open world. In this open environment. Where there are puzzles and activities and 
landscape and like a ton of things that you can do right um which for me i find to be very interesting and very exciting while i may not have been the biggest fan of the breath of the wild game i am very excited about the idea of putting sonic in one because i do think that if done right there are elements that can make this game super successful and super dope and i think that one of the things uh one of the things that i'm excited about with frontiers is just the fact that they got rid of the previous writers uh pontaf and graf and griff i i don't i don't know their names offhand um but they wrote pretty much the last decade of sonic games and they didn't really know much about sonic in being writers of sonic games which led to a lot of really frustrating stories being created, especially coming in the aftermath of the Adventure Era games, where we had some great characterizations of these characters. We had some great character arcs of these characters. And I think what I and others were looking forward to was to see how these characters just continue to grow with each more each new mainline game that continued to come out in the aftermath of that. Like, regardless of how you felt about, uh, you know, Sonic 06 and the, the nightmare that it was to try to play through that game, like, there were still things in that game to that you could like, you know what I'm saying? And that was one of the last times that we kind of really got something resembling uh, good storytelling with these characters. Actually, let me not say back then. Because Unleashed did have a did have a pretty good story as well, even if even if I personally was not the biggest fan of the Werehog stuff, I they they tried something different, and I do want to give them credit for that, because, you know, you should be looking to try new things, but you shouldn't be looking to try new things at the expense of having something that worked. But even with that, a lot of the discourse surrounding Frontiers has been uh, really frustrating. Because fans are impatient and they're really antsy and they're being very judgmental of a game that they themselves have not played yet. And part of that is because of how the game has been rolled out. Um, even though I have had no issue personally with the rollout, I can see why it would be frustrating. You know, the, the, the first video we saw, which literally told us that we were only going to see the open world elements... It was not, you know, gameplay of trying to play through the first hub world or anything like that. But that led to a lot of controversy and people getting really frustrated and people making 30 to 40 minute videos ranting in anger at how at how the game looked, even though it was later confirmed that it was just an early build and that there are there would be more there would be more to be revealed and then slowly over the course of the month we've gotten more reveals of some of the combat some of the uh different elements we've gotten interviews with uh the the um the person in charge of sonic and the director of this game as well as ian flynn who uh who is a noted writer he's been involved with sonic since at least 2006 in the comic book side he's written for a number of the and he's written a number of, of comics and been involved with sonic on, on various ways, even he even has his own platform, his own podcast, 
um, where he talks about his involvement with with Sonic, and he's you know he's involved with his game as well. But I've been I've been really frustrated by a lot of the discourse surrounding Frontiers just because of how impatient the community has been, and like, and and the fact that they are judging again judging a game that is not finished, it's not out yet. Now that's not to say that you can't. You know, you can't critique what you see before you. You can't critique what has been revealed. Because it's not like it is perfect. And I'm not here to say or make the argument that that the game is above critique. But I do think context is important that you don't make these drastic uh, conclusions based on a game that is not completed yet. Uh, Based on models that were done that, that that are still 6 months away from being completed or from the game being released. You know, there's still a lot of time for a lot of the things to be corrected, to be fixed. And then as with most games, I'm I'm certain there will probably be patches and things for uh, for, for fans to update the game if there are things uh, bugs or anything else that come out that do need to be uh, fixed. Now that like with with frontiers and with with the reveal, I do think they Sega could have done a better job of of kind of revealing the different elements. But I, but I do think that there's a ton of reason to be excited. I mean, for one, so many of us have wanted them to try something new, to go into a different direction with the game care franchise. Like show us that you care about the game franchise. And I think with the interviews that we've gotten, there is a lot of care that has gone into the making of this game to the point where they have revamped the combat system in a way that has not been done before. And the the ways that people are complaining that, you know, this game looks lifeless and, you know, that it doesn't feel very Sonic-like is actually what I'm most excited about because this game feels like it's a mystery to me. And I love mystery. And I want to go on the journey to uncover this mystery. And Ian Flynn's involvement gives me comfort in that there's a level of care that is going into the writing of this game uh, that we have not seen in a very, very, very long time. Now, this isn't to say it's going to be game of the year or a perfect game or the best, you know, the best game ever or even the best Sonic game ever. It's not to say any of that. The game could be terrible, but I don't believe that it will be. Because I think for the first time in a long time, we're seeing there is a level of care that is going into this that we just have not seen in a very, very, very long time. And they really do want to deliver on that. And whether they do that or not will remain to be seen. But this is what we've been wanting. We've been wanting them to show that they care for them to do something different. For them to listen to fans who have been unhappy with the direction of the games for the better part of a decade plus. And so with that, I think there is reason to be to be excited for Frontiers. Especially if this is going to be the type of game that spearheads into the, the next wave. Because the, the thing is, like, I'm not looking for this game to be perfect. I don't need it to be perfect. I just need a good game. And I, as long as it's a good game, I think that... The, the game side of the franchise can be in a good place. Um, I don't remember if it was Kishimoto, Kishimoto or who it was who was uh, speaking about having different 
elements in the game that will that will be suited for however the the player likes to play so like if you are not someone who's big on puzzles then you can there, there are ways that you can go about go through the game because it is non-linear uh that you can get the things you get you can obtain the things you need to obtain without necessarily needing to go through the puzzles or needing to go through some of these other elements uh, and I like that. I, I like that it gives us options in how we can go about doing this. But, like, the thing I just want to say to the community is just to have practice and patience. You know? Yes, judge. You can judge some what you've seen before you. But also don't come to a, fi a, a final conclusion as in this is what we're going to be. We are not two weeks or six hours. We are six months from the game coming out. There's still a lot of time that's going to be put into fixing a lot of the bugs, um, a lot of the issues, and just like I want people to just keep an open mind. As I've said before, and as I mentioned earlier, I'm someone who is okay with diff having different adaptations of characters, different versions of characters that exist. I'm okay with movie Sonic, Sonic Prime Sonic, and Game Sonic being complete separate entities, right? comic book sonic being a separate entity right i'm okay with that everything doesn't need to be for everybody but i think with the the discourse from frontiers people are just going to the extremes and it's just really frustrating to see there are people who are already talking about the game as if it's oh it's just going to be submit it's just going to be bad blah 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 and it's like the game is not out yet like fucking relax just relax the game is not done yet. The game is not out yet. Have some patience. I know Sonic Team has not done much to inspire confidence, and believe me, I will be the first one of the first people in line to rip them if you know this game falls victim to things that have failed their games in the past. However, I am taking the side of optimism. Based on what I have seen and what I have read. And, and I believe that they are capable of doing a good job. I was originally going to say that Sega should sell Sonic. I had honestly been saying it for a year or two prior. But I don't believe that's the case anymore. I don't believe that that's necessary. I do believe the people in charge are capable of making a good game. They have made, it, made good games before. I believe they are still capable of doing so. And I do think we just need to give them an opportunity to prove us wrong. And if they end up being wrong, then, hey, we can slam them. There'll be plenty of time to slam and criticize and and do all of that. But just give it a chance. You know, give this game a chance. We, we are getting breadcrumb reveals, but we still don't have the full scope of everything. And so let's judge the game when it comes out. But personally, I, the, like everything surrounding Frontiers... From the from the open world or open zone environment to Ian Flynn being involved with the writing of this game, it gives me it gives me reason to feel good about it. Based on the videos and the, some of the reviews that have come out, like I feel good about this game. I I think there's reason to have optimism about this game. And honestly, to kind of go to the final conclusion. I, I think that there's reason to have optimistic optimism for Sonic going forward. 
I don't think the franchise is in a bad place. I think Sonic's inclusion in other games and collaboration with other franchises, with the, the, the comics and the spinoff comic, with the movie franchise and the TV shows that are coming out of that, with Prime, with Origins, with Frontiers, with the the idea of Sega of the director, excuse me, the uh, the per, the Azuka wanting to do Sonic Adventure three at some point, continuing the Sonic like there's reason to be excited to have excitement and to feel good about the franchise going forward, and I just encourage all of you to just have some excitement to try to be optimistic optimistic because honestly if you if you're not happy with it just just go find something else to be excited for that's what i've done i love sonic but i've found a ton of other franchises that i'm that i'm into and i'm excited for now even though sonic is still my number one and will probably always be my number one it doesn't stop me from going to enjoy other things and so i feel like you know, the franchise is in a good place right now, and there's a lot to be excited for. But if it isn't fulfilling your needs or the way that you like it, one, you know, go into the community because there are probably people who agree. And there are people who are making fan games and fan media that is probably better suited to you. And I, I would know because I've, I've, I partake in, in some of the fan media that's been created. And I do think a lot of it is really, really good because we do care and we, uh, we also have an understanding of these characters in the franchise and we, what we would like it to be. And I am someone who believes that fan-made stuff is good because fans do have these connections and these understandings and the, the creativity to make stories or games or whatever involving these characters that are true to the characters that other fans would also be interested in, in, in seeing, right? So I, I, I think the state of Sonic is in a good place. It is, it is in a very, very good place. So between the, the TV and movie media and the games and the comics and the collaborations and the merch and the toys, we, it's, this is a good place. This is not the time, I feel like, for gatekeeping. I feel like we should embrace the fact that Sonic is as popular as Sonic has been in a very long time. And younger generations are getting into this character. Uh, friends of mine who have children tell me all the time about how much their children love Sonic. And, and, how, and how they've been forced to you know, buy merch and buy toys and, and watch these old shows and whatnot. And I think all of that is very, very good and exciting. And I think that regardless of what, what, what your age is, that there is some sort of media that's going to exist that is going to be for you and is going to be uh, something that you can you know, carry with you and you'll be able to hold your head high and say, this is why I love Sonic. You don't have to like everything, but there will be something that you like and that's what you absolutely need to hold on for. Sonic is not in a bad place anymore. I don't think Sega needs to sell Sonic. I, 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 don't get me wrong. I am still open to seeing other people put their spin on the character. I, I do think that I would like to see other game studios or game designers, game writers, you know, shoot their shot at making a Sonic game. I think that would be really cool. Hashtag, 
I really want a Knuckles and Rouge the Bat style Tomb Raider game. Because I think that would be awesome. Put them in a Tomb Raider style open world. Yes, it can work. But, you know, there's there's just a lot to be excited for. We're, we're in a good place. We're, we, are, we are in a very, very, very good place going forward. Um, so with that being said, happy birthday, Sonic. Um, I wish you many more years. I, I hope your 30s are very good to you. And I look forward to seeing to what you and your, your cast of characters get into next. You are a rich and storied franchise and one of the best to ever exist in the video game franchises, franchise era. So, happy birthday, and um, I, I just look forward to seeing to what's next. I, I'm excited for everything that's coming up, and I'm going to continue to be excited because I love this character so much. So, Sonic's in a good place. I don't know what else I need to say. But I know what I will say is, thank you all for listening. <laughs> uh, before I get out of here, make sure you go to greatgeekrefuge.com where you can find earlier episodes of this podcast as well as several of our other podcasts. Make sure you're going to follow Great Geek Refuge on all of our social media accounts on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, even on Patreon if you'd like to support us. And I will catch you all next week. We'll catch you on the flip side. Peace out. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy.